Welcome to Q Talks, a podcast series by QTech, the Cambridge University Technology and Enterprise Club. I'm Shreya. And I'm Thomas, and we are your hosts for Q Talks, a series for aspiring innovators in which we talk about the typical and not so typical journeys of making ideas reality and changing the world. This week on Q Talks, we're continuing our special series on female founders. We're talking to Julia Reinach, founder and service designer of Swishy. Julia is a service and experiences designer, having previously studied at the Royal College of Art. She is now launching Swishy to revolutionize the circular economy, starting with Switzerland. Hi, Julia. Thanks very much for coming on the show with us today. Uh, hi, thank you so much for having invited me. If we can start uh, by you giving us an overview of your background. Uh, yes, uh, so I'm from Sweden, uh, but I've lived in Switzerland most of my life. Uh, I have a background in visual communication and I've previously worked as a graphic and web designer. And uh, here I've had the chance to work for Uh, various reputable clients and Swiss social media accounts like the L'Oreal Group, uh, Nespresso and uh, Hublot Watches. And whilst I loved um, researching trends and uh, being creative and seeing customer customer engagement grow on these pages, uh, I knew I wanted to create more impact. So uh, using the power of uh, the design skills I had, um, the strategy, branding, animation and uh, storytelling aspects to make a difference. And uh, so to meet this goal, I decided to apply to the Royal College of Art and study a master in service design. And this is where I grew really passionate about design management, uh, sustainability, and also systems thinking. Um, And then afterwards, following my master, uh, my sister and I had uh, an idea which we really wanted to bring to life. And this led to the creation of our startup, Swishy. Uh, as part of the Circular Economy Transition Incubator Program uh, with Impact Hub in here in Geneva, Switzerland. That's great. So tell us about Swishy. What would be your four minutes or maybe less pitch <laughs> to investors or someone who has never heard of that company before? To give a bit of context first, uh, surprisingly, uh, we found out that the Swiss are the third most wasteful people in Europe. And uh, if everyone lived like the Swiss, we would uh, actually need the natural resources of three planets. Uh, So one way to avoid waste uh, is to give items a second life. And one way to avoid the extraction of Earth's resources uh, is to um, begin shopping secondhand. And now, um, today, thankfully, e-commerce and secondhand markets are booming uh, with a global market size of $41 billion. And you yourself might have uh, already tried um, going to secondhand shops, uh, maybe flea markets, uh, sold something on Facebook Marketplace or uh, donated an item to the Red Cross. Uh, But now, interestingly, um, there are more and more Uh, major businesses uh, from diverse sectors like uh, Apple, H&M and Ikea also joining in this game uh, with new recycling programs, uh, take-back schemes and other creative ways to promote reuse of items. And um, uh, this uh, new 
new uh, newly growing secondhand market is attracting uh, all ages, but a key target for us are young millennials and generation generation Z, uh, as more than one third of them uh, shopped secondhand in 2019. Uh, they're also a very eco-conscious group and key motivators to engage them to trade uh, their used items are reward and convenience. Um, but there are also challenges in the, this market. And uh, firstly, um, we found out through interviews that there's uh, unawareness of all uh, sustainable trading options like the new recycling programs from these major companies, uh, but also many other options. And secondly, it's also time consuming to know where to go with unwanted items of lots of different categories. So imagine you have to move and you have to consider lots of different items. And uh, for these reasons, opportunities to trade sustainably are lost and individuals experience uh, often experience feelings of guilt for having to throw away items. Um, but today, uh, Swishy is here to change this and meet these challenges. So um, Swishy is a marketplace uh, and re-commerce re platform connecting you to all these kinds of sustainable trading options from both people and businesses. Um, and to give an example, a concrete example, um, imagine uh, your old IKEA table doesn't fit in your new flat that you moved to but you don't want to throw it away. So you would decide to upload your table as a listing on Swishy. And then Swishy's matching function would suggest uh, potential matches for your listing and empower you to choose the best trading option for you. Uh, now, maybe that's um, IKEA's second chance recycling program, uh, or um, going, it would be going to secondhand shop near you. Uh, or it's simply um, connecting with an individual who's been looking exactly for a table like that and is willing to pay in cash or even swap um, the table for one of his own items. Um, and you can filter and browse all these options in one single place. And we also cover uh, multi-sector categories for anything from clothing to um, accessories, uh, watches, electronics, uh, toys, and much more. Um, and as for our business model, um, we have two revenue streams, uh, one from individuals and one from businesses. Uh, both of them can subscribe to list more than 10 items and services monthly. Um, but we also have future plans to include listing boosts and uh, aim to have partnerships in the form of affiliate or referral schemes with businesses. Uh, now, the advantage of Swishy for individuals is that we really we raise awareness of these sustainable trading options, which you can find quickly, uh, making it easy, very easy to give items a second life and for you to shop consciously and sustainably uh, kind of adopt a new lifestyle. <laughs> and for businesses, uh, the visibility on our platform helps boost revenues and attract new customers but also increase store traffic and increase customer loyalty and uh, um, contribute to the circular economy. Um, in summary, uh, Swishy is a platform that increases the efficiency of these trades, um, making them happen more often and helping reduce waste. Um, we are the only platform aggregating all these kinds of listings relating to reuse in one single place and are a unique matching function um, uh, is something that currently doesn't exist on any Swiss second-hand platform. 
Um, and finally, also over the past four months, uh, we have received a very valuable business support from the Circular Economy Transition Incubator with Impact Hub and gained uh, lots of experience in secondhand sales. We've uh, decluttered our home and uh, uh, our family are hoarders and we've sold more than 70 items these past few months and also done the hard work of researching um, trading options from lots of different categories starting in the Geneva area. Um, and me and my sister, we have packaged these in a user-friendly way. So our platform is now under development, uh, targeting a launch date for our MVP uh, this fall. So very excited. Hmm, really interesting. And um, it, given that Swishy is finding itself in the sustainable entrepreneurship sector, have you found that this has impacted either positively or negatively the way that um, you've, it has been received by investors so far? Well, be, being an early stage company, we are yet to discuss with investors. Uh, we actually pitched um, at the end of the incubator program just two weeks ago. Um, for now, we've, we've gained more interest regarding partnerships, interestingly. Uh, but we think the reason is that uh, investors need more proof of traction in uh, sustainable entrepreneurship before taking the leap and risk of investing. Um, but yeah, in, in, in future pitches, I think it's definitely an advantage to be uh, in the sustainability field right now, uh, which is gaining momentum. Uh, and meeting United Nations sustainability uh, development goals right now has really become mission critical for businesses to create a positive impact for the future. Um, and this will resonate with potential investors, I think. Um, considering total societal impact is really a powerful driver of business value. And uh, well, while waiting for our MVP to be operational, uh, so far we, we've instead applied to uh, Swiss competitions for softer forms of investment, like small prices at like local community levels. Um, and we aim to be a, a platform built to scale globally, but with the local content initially to show a proof of concept and its potential in Switzerland first uh, using um, my service design skills. One of the wonderful things of a marketplace-based approach is that it's quite easy actually to imagine how the marketplace works once it's there. But of course, the, the really hard part is in fact getting the marketplace up to a critical mass of, um, of users. And so I was just wondering, how do you think you can scale up to that level where the marketplace actually becomes a marketplace that then also works? Uh, interesting question. Uh, yes, um, many of my mentors have also um, told me I really need to prepare, um, uh, put a marketing um, strategy in place. So that is something me and my sister have uh, done and worked on. And um, the, the key is... Um, to slowly and sustainably build up this user base of both uh, individuals and businesses. Um, and we're, we're trying to grow organically first uh, through social media um, by showing interesting, um, interesting local content starting in the Geneva area first um, and really then uh, spread kind of aggressively in the rest of Switzerland uh, to be able to have this uh, large uh, number of users um, and in parallel 
uh, speak with um, business owners um, um, to encourage them to join the platform and uh, uh, create their own uh, business profile and manage their own um, page and listings of items uh, and also listings of their uh, service and what they want for um, their um, what kind of items they want for their business. Um, but while waiting for these businesses to create their own profiles, what we are doing as a strategy is uh, we have a, a swishy uh, trading options information profile uh, where we are um, listing all the possible trading options in Geneva um, to create that buffer. We also have uh, over 100 items at home to create a buffer of items available. Um, and for, for, um, as for the Swishy Trading Options information profile, uh, we would um, show this to businesses saying, look, uh, th this is the, these are the possibilities and the potential of Swishy um, and encourage them to join. Hmm. And you mentioned earlier about your service design experience. Maybe you can tell us a bit more about that and how you found that that has helped you um, when starting your own company. Uh, yes. Uh, well, uh, service design um, is a practice that involves using research and design methods to um, envisage and enable a seamless user experience. And the overall aim is to create value for the user and all stakeholders involved in a service. Um, and uh, to do this, we, we need to think holistically and understand an entire customer journey. So that means all the interactions between different stakeholders and identify friction or pain points where the experience goes wrong today and where there are opportunities for improvement. Um, and um, how I've applied this to Swishy is, um, I mean, we, we started with a, um, a mission to uh, solve the problem of making it easier to give items a second life. Uh, so we diverged our thoughts, uh, researching lots of articles and industry reports, but we also went out to interview um, target users very much in depth, so one-hour interviews. Um, and summarized the key insights from those findings to then design and test um, potential solutions with users before presenting the final concept um, um, at the end of the incubator program. And essentially, uh, service design means that we shape a vision and make it tangible through uh, co-creation and uh, explore where where lies the best opportunity to intervene in a service. Um, and to kind of give a really simple example, an analogy we've often used um, in our university uh, was that it's sometimes like orchestrating a theater. Uh, you need to understand all the processes that happen backstage to allow the front stage experience to be delightful. And uh, all this requires a combination of research and strategy and creativity and collaboration because there's so much interconnectedness of uh, different touch points and uh, channels and interactions and behaviors or essentially the physical, uh, digital and human experiences and even senses. We, we understand you have done lots of interesting projects as part of your studies with the Royal Academy of Arts. 
What have been some of the general insights you have gained throughout your studies or maybe as part of interesting projects that you think would apply more generally perhaps to, to other founders and, and startups? Uh, well, um, my, my, I think yes, my simple advice would be um, to begin to embrace complexity and for everyone to kind of begin to adopt a systems mindset. Um, so if you're designing a product, um, I would encourage um, people to think holistically about its entire life cycle and uh, any accompanying services uh, you want to include. So everything from your business ecosystem and your entire supply chain, like where the product comes from, uh, all the way to including a repair service or um, designing a take-back scheme for the end of the product's life and how you can reuse materials or extend the product's life. So, uh, for example, Apple has introduced the Apple Trade-In program. Uh, IKEA has the IKEA Second Chance uh, recycling program or take-back program where customers uh, are becoming the new suppliers and thus rewarded with money or discounts or another form of value for bringing back their items and uh, its materials. And this is where also circular economy comes in as uh, negative impact is minimized by looking at systems innovation. So building um, the economic, social and environmental value or in other words, a win-win-win strategy. And Something I learned uh, at the Royal College of Art is that you can draw your own value network to see how your business can form mutually beneficial links between lots of different stakeholders and keep a balance between their varying uh, wishes and interests to not just deliver personal value um, and customer centricity uh, for the target user, but collective value. Uh, so I think when designing, it's very important to be customer-centric, but also consider very large systemic aspects like the environment and also even the smallest uh, touch points like um, designing a very small button or component such as the Facebook like button, because this can have a ripple effect and powerfully impact an entire ecosystem. Hmm. And so for founders that are interested in venturing into the sustainability area um, where do you think is the best place uh, geographically for them to begin as you said um, in the beginning when you set the context that Switzerland um, is one of the most wasteful countries surprisingly so both in terms of um, making an impact on the country but also um, the possibilities of being successful as a startup. I think uh, the key is to uh, really think globally, but act locally. So um, for Swishy, it's actually ideal to be um, in, set in Switzerland at first because it's a multilingual country. Uh, we have a French-speaking French region, a German-speaking region, and also Italian, and even a language called Romance. <laughs> um, and... And this becomes really interesting because it's like a mini uh, um, global <laughs> uh, country um, and uh, a great area to test, in my opinion, um, to also see how different um, regions react, uh, what their preferences are, and uh, to continuously uh, test and, and learn um, in this way. Um, 
but my my advice is also um, knowing your uh, local context is key and uh, walking in the customer's shoes is essential because when you live their experience it changes your perspective so um, I've read all these re- reports and I, I know the market facts about Switzerland but and also some facts globally but you need to experience something uh, yourself to change your understanding of it or change your um, behavior and so um, I've been able to test the market here in, in uh, Switzerland together with my uh, sister by decluttering our home and selling all these items and testing the Swiss uh, secondhand platforms and also going to uh, different um, secondhand shops to get in, uh, insights about existing pain points um, and understand through interviews how local people uh, have different kinds of secondhand experiences. Um, and this is to create to be able to create the best possible experience for them, uh, to also have empathy for them and be able to uh, tell the story and the balance between kind of the negative reality and positive hope for uh, change. Mm, Great. I think that's a really interesting uh, reason that you brought up for uh, why you wanted to begin in Switzerland to test it out like a mini global population. Um, I think just as a final question to finish off with, um, what is the coolest company that you have done a project with? Uh, I mean, um, at the Royal College of Art, um, I've had the chance to uh, work for lots of different um, industries. Um, uh, I've, for example, gotten the chance through um, uh, teamwork to uh, improve marketing processes for a leading asset management company in the financial sector uh, or improve the millennial client experience for Bellamond hotels and even imagine the future of urban mobility. So I don't have a preference because I enjoy uh, exploring uh, all these kinds of different complex uh, problems and uh, ecosystems uh, and identifying uh, problems uh, and where to intervene and create the best possible experience for for these different clients. Um, and yeah, I mean, service design really is a multidisciplinary game. So um, um, getting um, all these uh, different fresh uh, perspectives uh, um, from experts from different industries, but also our mentors and peers uh, from different backgrounds at the Royal College of Art is uh, uh, really key to get a shortcut to insights um, and uh, uh, create a kind of more magic uh, experience uh, for different kinds of clients. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show with us today, Julia. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thanks very much to Julia again for joining us on Q Talks. This podcast was produced by Carl Homer from Cambridge TV. And we'd also like to say a big thank you to the team at QTech who have been working hard behind the scenes. Thank you very much for listening. And please do go ahead and rate us or leave us a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can tweet us at QTech to suggest a guest or theme or tell us about your experiences with applying technical skills at startups. 
You'll also find us at qtech.io/qtalks. slash